I've experienced the working world perceived as a man and perceived as a woman. I've been perceived as gay, I've been perceived as straight. And I found unsurprisingly that the way in which relationships tend to form often varies with how others perceive you relative to their own identities and experience. For me, what's great about these groups, Be Win, Be Proud, and others, is just really bringing greater awareness to things like bias and difference that affect everyone in the workplace. And so I think to me, that's the goal. It's really to create those spaces to learn and connect. That is Jake Martino, Director of Insights and Innovation for Bridgestone's mobility solutions business. Jake is an active member of Be Proud, our employee resource group for the LGBTQ community and its allies here at Bridgestone, which is the topic of today's conversation. Hi there, I'm Keith Cauley, and this is Thrive, a Bridgestone America's podcast that explores our company through compelling conversations with teammates across our organization. One of the consistent points of feedback we heard from listeners in season one was that they wanted to hear more from our people about our culture and about the employee resource groups or ERGs. So we're making it a point to profile each of them as we continue on this podcast journey. We start with Be Proud, as the timing seems like a perfect fit with June being Pride Month, an annual celebration of the history and impact of the LGBTQ movement. Joining Jake for our chat is Be Proud President John Silvina, a Senior Facilities Manager at Bridgestone. We talk to both about their personal experiences and perspectives, Be Proud's objectives and activities, and how it all fits within Bridgestone's efforts to create a culture where teammates are free to be themselves. We hope you enjoy this conversation. So joined by John Silvina and Jake Martino, uh, two members, two leaders in Be Proud, one of our employee resource groups at Bridgestone Americas. John and Jake, really excited to have this conversation with you and really appreciate you taking the time to join us today. Thanks for having us, Keith. Absolutely. Yeah. And so let's start a little bit uh, before we get into Be Proud with each of you uh, individually, your journey at Bridgestone and in, in life in general. Um, John, let's start with you. When did you start with Bridgestone and, and what roles have, have you been uh, working for the company? Sure, Keith. So I started with BSRO actually in the Philadelphia region office back in 2013. Uh, I worked as the region facility manager at the time and uh, had worked there until 2017 where I relocated to Nashville when the tower opened. At that time I became the senior project manager uh, for facilities in the real estate department and uh, shortly thereafter I was approached regarding the startup of a new ERG, Be Proud, and uh, began working with the team to help form a foundation for that ERG and uh, am still actively involved as president today. There you go. Working working all the way up the food chain there. Right. <laughs> and Jake, how about you? Yeah, I joined Bridgestone in 2018, first under Darren Berg and TJ in the consumer integrated tire business, and then briefly in corporate strategy with Craig Schneider and Darren uh, before moving into mobility solutions um, during COVID, actually, July 2020. But um, I got involved in Be Proud pretty quickly um, after joining Bridgestone. About a month or so after, John and others were starting to form the group to kick off in 2019 and was excited to, to participate uh, and get involved. 
Yeah. And so these employee resource groups, we'll call them ERGs as we go through the conversation, but uh, all of them to some degree still relatively young, right? We talk about the charter being written for Be Proud in 2019, um, starting to kind of now grow in its membership and kind of its familiarity across uh, the enterprise and across our employee base. So I guess to each of you, what is Be Proud? How would you describe it to somebody who's seen it, you know, on a flyer somewhere or on our in- intranet um, and, and wanting to learn a little bit more? What is Be Proud? So Be Proud, uh, like you said, Keith, is the ERG for the LGBTQ plus and its allies uh, employee resource group. Um, I think it's really important, and I, I like that we do this as an ERG, is we highlight the allies portion of what Be Proud does, um, because allies are just as important as the community itself, and all of us together make for a stronger community. Be Proud, what we represent is education, we represent support, we represent the community, really, for uh, the groups that I previously mentioned, the LGBTQ plus and allies. What our group specifically, and, and as you had mentioned, was the way that I view it is sort of a sub-business or a subculture of Bridgestone. And when you look at all of the ERGs in totality, they're all at their own maturity levels. And so some of them started prior to us as Be Proud and some of them started after Be Proud. And we're all at different developmental and growth periods, uh, which I think is really interesting. Yeah. The one thing we talk about all the time on the podcast is everything seems to be a journey, right? So it's a maturation over time. It's a long process that we're following through. Um, and anything of this nature that you're building a community and a network, and as you said, intersecting the ERGs together across the teammate, this is all one big journey we're on together, right? <laughs> well, Jake, what, what about you? What, what is Be Proud to you? And uh, how did you decide to get involved with it? Yeah, I would echo everything John said in terms of be proud is to me. Um, One thing I would add, just in my involvement with other companies in the Nashville area, I think one of the great things is that Be Proud, like John mentioned, is open to everyone. And um, what I found at other companies is that a lot of times folks are curious about learning more about the LGBTQ community for other people in their lives, not necessarily coworkers, whether it's neighbors or their children. And it's just a really great place and space. to build community and, and to learn more. You know, we spend more time at work and with our coworkers than with our family and friends oftentimes. And so I think having these types of resources and community spaces is just a great employee opportunity, uh, even outside of the, um, you know, the work focus of our jobs day to day. Yeah. And so, John, you mentioned when we kind of chatted for a bit that somebody approached you to originally join uh, Be Proud when it was being started. And you said you'd, you never thought of yourself as maybe a, an, an activist or an outspoken person in this. Um, how, why did you choose to to be involved and now you're, you're president? And I guess, you know, I don't know the word activist, right? Uh, is that kind of a misleading word? And is it just somebody who's comfortable helping educate in this in this regard and how you play the role at Be Proud? Yeah, so I think that's a great question and a a great call out. So I did say activist uh, when I was initially considering joining Be Proud because I really wasn't sure what it was representing at the time. And, you know, as a a gay man myself, that only makes up a part of me. And, you know, when I view the LGBTQ plus community, there's a lot of different ways that 
that community can be supported. Um, I've always had a really strong support system, you know, family, friends, uh, and what have you. So I never felt the need to be involved and seek out support or education or things like that. Um, when I was thinking about joining Be Proud, I kind of shifted my perspective to how can I help people who can't help themselves? And it doesn't necessarily mean being an activist, but it may be sharing my story and sharing myself with other people who may not have had the benefit of a strong family or a strong support system. And so that's really why I determined and decided that I wanted to become involved and why, why I've stuck with it and ultimately pursued being president of, of Be Proud so that I could continue to champion and really help those people who can't help themselves. Yeah. And I, I know Jake, you know, as John talks about sharing his story, I know, you know, recently you've represented Bridgestone speaking to, you know, a group from the Nashville Chamber of Commerce and just kind of helping um, spread not just awareness of the, the culture that we're trying to build at Bridgestone, but just individually your own story and co- trying to help raise awareness for people both inside and outside of, of the community. Um, what makes you motivated and, and I guess maybe comfortable in that role to share your journey and, and how do you approach, I guess, engaging others uh, around it for that education and awareness? Yeah, I think the first part in terms of what motivates me is definitely, like John said, helping others um, who may be in more difficult situations, whether it's themselves or people in their lives. And, um, you know, there's tons of stats out there that just honestly really scare me. 90% of transgender people have encountered some form of harassment or mistreatment on the job. Um, more than 25% have lost a job due to bias. Um, there's a huge one um, in terms of avoiding restroom use, where about 60% of people, uh, transgender and non-binary employees, you know, report avoiding and limiting what they eat and drink to avoid using the restroom. And so when you think about this kind of stuff, it just breaks my heart. And so helping make sure that we have a, a safe and affirming space for all people um, is what really motivates me. It's interesting, right? Because I think there's so much that you know people need to learn or, or want to learn, and, and they may not know how to go about asking the questions, and they may feel sensitive taking the first step. But almost to, to each of you, I wonder, like, is there a, a sensitivity or a feeling of pressure and responsibility in the way that you approach kind of maybe being seen by a lot of people as not so so to speak the spokespeople, but you know your leaders in this group, and you're out there helping helping to educate and raise awareness. Do you feel like a sense of like pressure or responsibility or sensitivity to do it the, the right way as you go about it? Jake, I'll let you go first on this one. I think I, <laughs> I think I keep jumping in. Thanks, and, John. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think everyone, no matter what they're, they're doing, always tries to do it the best they can. So I don't think I approach things in a, you know, with particular attention any different than I'd try to do my job the best I can. But, um, you know, I think for me, it's always, um, a little bit different because I, don't know who knows that I'm transgender, who doesn't. It's not like race where everyone sees you and, and kind of assumes things and, and can, can see some of the difference visually. Um, so I think, you know, there's that kind of difference in terms of, you know, probably needing to talk a little bit about it um, when invited to, um, just because it's not something that a lot of people are, are comfortable or, or even maybe perceive um, to have an opening to talk about something if they don't perceive that you are somebody that may you know, maybe safe to talk to if they just perceive me as, you know, a straight white man kind of a thing. 
So I've tried to find opportunities to um, to share when invited to, and I always tend to approach it assuming you know good intent. When I when I transitioned um, in the workplace, um, in terms of changing my you know my legal name and which bathroom I used, I did this all in California, and um, <laughs> there were a whole host of questions that came my way that were you know completely well intentioned and innocent, but just very inappropriate. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so I think it's great to have groups like Be Proud um, that exist so that you know. People don't necessarily have to always answer those questions on the spot when things are happening. You know, you can go to somebody like John and say, "Hey, I, I, you know, I have some questions about this for whatever reason. You know, how do I go about it the right way? Who's comfortable talking with me? Who's not? You know, what do you think of these questions? Are these, you know, appropriate to ask?" Um, and so I think it's just great to have this space because it is tricky to talk about anything that's that's different from yourself. You know, we're all sensitive to not wanting to hurt anyone's feelings and and, and make sure we're uh, treating everyone with respect. But when it's a new language, when there's new terms, it's tricky and. So I think it's great to have these spaces to help supplement employees um, so that they don't have to necessarily feel the burden um, directly if they don't want to for, for these types of learning opportunities. John, how about you? President. The, you got the title, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a big title. and uh, He wears it well. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, I think from a pressure standpoint, I did and I do feel pressure at times. And I think that's okay. It's okay to admit that, you know. I'm not perfect, and I think the pressure is, you know, it comes from, you know, I want to be the best teammate, the best at whatever I do. So I put a lot of pressure. A lot of that pressure is internal pressure. It's not external pressure from other leaders. Um, you know, one of the things that makes leading a group like Be Proud so easy is the support that I get from leadership all across the board. Um, the internal pressure that I feel, I think, is that, you know, part of it is I don't want to be known as the token gay guy at Bridgestone who, you know, is running around spreading a message that only I am responsible for. You know, there's so much more to me, and I said this previously, there's so much more to me than just my sexuality. And... Um, that was a pressure that I felt when I initially joined Be Proud. And I've kind of proven that and taken some of that pressure off by becoming involved in other things. I, you know, I participate in other ERGs and their events. And so, you know, you may see my face or name on a Be Bold event, or you may see my involvement with our associate assistance fund for BSRO. So I think it's, it's, branching out and being part of many different things that interests me and keeps me motivated to do a good job. Yeah. I, I think it speaks, you know, hopefully a little bit to this, uh, the push we're making for the culture that, that we want to be at Bridgestone, right? And and free to be is the, the kind of anthem that we're, we're pushing internally to help drive teammates to really feel comfortable being themselves and their whole selves at work, right? Because you should be able to be comfortable being yourself at the workplace because, Jake, as you said, you know, you spend so much time there and with these people. Um, has that message, that free-to-be message, does that – do you guys both feel like it speaks to you and it's something that you believe in and it, it kind of helps carry this message of be proud forward? Yeah, so I, I love the free-to-be messaging 
I think it does speak to our culture and, and, you know, it's so simple and it's just something everybody can relate to, which is important, especially, you know, I think about a lot of our work situations pre COVID and post COVID. And so post COVID, the way that I motivate myself and the way that I get ready for my work day and the way that I interact with other people within the organization is different than how I did it when we were in person. So the free to be messaging is a good reminder for me, not only from an ERG standpoint, but also just from my primary role within Bridgestone is it's that sort of motivational anthem at the beginning of the day when I see it on the the new bridge website or the new bridge SharePoint and, you know, on our screensavers to just kind of take that in for a few minutes and let it sort of set my day and motivate me and kind of think about who I am and who I want to put out there, not only to the world, but to my teammates and to the customers that I interact with and our vendors. So I think it's it's something so simple that has such a, a big impact that everybody can relate to. Yeah. I think Ebony would be very happy to hear that you've used it to ground your day. That'll, that'll really resonate with her. Uh, Maybe she for, can for throw some drive points my way or something. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> what about what about for you, Jake? Yeah, if I could add, um, you know, another thing that I think it carries to me is, you know, you're not free to do a bad job. You got to do your job well, but you're free to be yourself while doing it, and you're welcome for that, and you know, affirmed in that. And with that, I think comes a responsibility to, um, you know, hold others accountable and you know, make sure that you're supporting others to be free to be themselves as well. So to me, it's a, it's kind of a distinction between the individual, the identity, the safeness of the environment, the inclusion, right? And, and all of that's welcomed and encouraged. Um, and that's very, you know, important and integral to ensuring that we all do our jobs as best we can on a day-to-day basis. So I think the free to be to me also carries that kind of responsibility and accountability to ensure that you're approaching conversations with others in a way that allows them to be free to be themselves too. Yeah. And I know, Jake, you said you started kind of your work, your professional career on the West Coast, um, and there may not have been an ERG, so to speak, at some of the previous places you worked that would create a community like this for the LGBTQ plus community. For both of you, I guess, have you had experiences at other workplace where maybe you wanted or, or were looking for uh, a, a network or, you know, a, a community of support like this um, that, you know, now having that at Bridgestone you've realized what a, a, a maybe a valuable thing it is or how it helps you perform even better at, at your work? Yeah, I started my career on the, the East Coast and then moved to the West Coast before the South. And um, I don't think at any of the companies I was at, there were any employee resource groups. Um, so it wasn't that an LGBTQ plus group was, was lacking relative to others. Um, I think part of that, like I said, is because the environment was just so positive. And so there wasn't really a, a worry or a fear in terms of presenting differently at work, dressing differently, talking openly about if you were gay or, or, or whatever. But I do think for me, I've experienced the working world perceived as a man and perceived as a woman. I've been perceived as gay, I've been perceived as straight. And I found unsurprisingly that the way in which relationships tend to form often varies with how others perceive you relative to their own identities and experience. So I think, you know, for me, what's great about these groups, Be Win, Be Proud, and others, is just really bringing greater awareness to things like bias and difference that affect everyone in the workplace. And so I think to me, that's the goal. It's really to create those spaces to learn and connect. So I think I could have benefited from a group like Be Proud, Be Bold, you know, Be Win, et cetera. 
at all the different companies that, that I'd been at. Um, and so I'm glad that we're, we're creating those spaces here. I feel like we could take a whole 60-minute episode and talk through the different ways you've been perceived and and lenses you've seen the workplace. That's (laughs) a whole entire conversation (laughs) right there. (laughs) Yes, yes. I have some stories. A lot, a couple different stories that would surprise folks, I think. Uh, John, how about you and just kind of your weaving your way through the the working world? Sure. So I, prior to joining Bridgestone, I held a position with a relatively small company, uh, under 50 employees. And employer resource groups were not a thing. You know, I was still discovering myself at that time. I think it would have been beneficial had I been part of an organization that was developing or promoting ERG groups or employee resource groups. You know, when I came to Bridgestone, it really wasn't even until I transferred to Nashville and started working out of the tower where I learned about ERGs. I didn't understand what the acronym even stood for initially. So once I started to get educated and I I started to learn about some of the other ERGs that had already launched and what they were doing, I just thought it was, you know, a really great concept. You know, I think when you work for an organization such as Bridgestone and you have a significant number of employees that interact with each other, developing a culture and continually improving the culture um, is is critically important. So, you know, it's been something that uh, I really didn't know much about to becoming very involved with. And um, it's been a real pleasant surprise for me to be involved in, in the ERGs. Yeah, I'd have to imagine, but I obviously don't know. Like, does it depend a little bit, like you said, John, maybe on where you are in your own in your own journey on becoming, whether it's a participant or a member of the community or a leader, so to speak, in, in something like Be Proud. If you were 10, 15 years younger in the working world and Be Proud was available to you, like, would you be approaching the engagement with it the same way? So I think for, I think it depends on the individual. Me personally, no, I, I doubt that I would have been involved. Um, you know, I'm still trying to figure out who I was 10 or 15 years ago, and I'm still trying to figure out who I am today, to be honest with <laughs> we, you. We all so, are. Let's be honest. But, we all yeah, are. <laughs> I, exactly. And, you know, as individuals, we go through stages in life and we mature and we learn. And, um, you know, I'm very proud of where I'm at today. I think the other important thing to note and to hit on was um, Jake had mentioned, you know, he uh, worked in the Northeast in California. So certainly geographical areas, um, I think, play a part into people's journeys. And, you know, for me, prior to moving to Nashville, I was living in suburban Philadelphia. And the perception of most people where I was is that, you know, sexual orientation wasn't a big deal. And I had that same fear coming to the South where my perception was the South was much more conservative and sexual orientation was not, um, was not something to brag about. Uh, so yeah, I think that's another important perspective to take a look at when, when determining where you are in your journey. One thing that's always been important to me, too, just to add on, um, so I was involved in the um, the LGBTQ plus group uh, at business school at Stanford. Um, there were similar type of ERGs, but more for um, in the academic sense. And one thing we always 
really were intentional about was making sure we respected confidentiality. Um, so whether that was in events hosted or, you know, communications where we wanted to communicate things to the, the full school at times, but without disclosing people's identity if they weren't comfortable with that, you know, with pictures, with names, you know, from events, all, all those types of things. So I think um, especially when it's early stages of wrestling with these things, there's a lot of fear, a lot of discomfort, especially in the workplace where you think, oh my God, my whole network is going to know me one way and now understand me a different way. And there's a lot of fear in that. And so I think, um, you know, one thing that's always really important that I think we do really well is to try to make sure we respect people's confidentiality when they um, approach us, especially in those early stages. Yeah. Well, let's talk, I guess, a little bit specifically as we close uh, our time together, uh, the, the activities, the, the types of events and, and uh, support resources that you create and, and provide through Be Proud, and maybe talk a little bit how, how people can get involved. But I, I guess, what are the, the normal types of activities and, and things that you help try to create and provide for the, the community of Be Proud and its allies? Yeah, so, you know, I I look at Be Proud and the first, you know, two years that we, uh, after we had launched, we really were building a foundation. You know, we were building our own sort of business. Um, that foundation, I think we're now moving into the next stage where we're building on top of that foundation, a community f- that supports Bridgestone teammates. So our current goals in terms of the Be Proud board are to provide programs, you know, ongoing programs that teammates can participate in, that hopefully they look forward to, that are somewhat informal, but educational, and provides them with opportunities to connect with with other teammates within our organization. So one of the programs that we launched this year and I'm extremely proud of is the Be Proud Book Club. That's going to be an ongoing program that teammates can participate in, you know, when they have the time or as they feel like they have the leisure to do so. For example, our first quarter book was a book chosen by the club. We send out a series of books that the Be Proud membership votes on. Uh, We put that out and everybody has a few weeks or a few months to read it. And then we get together at the end of the quarter and discuss the book. Uh, The current book selection is called Redefining Realness by Janet Mock. And we will be holding our first book discussion on Wednesday, tomorrow. So that may not be applicable to this podcast because (laughs) (laughs) I just realized uh, this is going to be airing later than today. Um, (laughs) But we will be doing that and we'll be doing that throughout the year. And hopefully that's going to be an ongoing program that teammates can participate in if that's something that it interests them. The goal is really to develop more programs like that, maybe movie clubs, Um, We're going to have some speaker series that come up throughout the year. Our first speaker series is called Coming Out Stories, and that's going to be held on June 3rd. And that event is going to feature teammates within Be Proud who speak about their experiences as they came out. Um, We also have some allies that are going to share their stories of people who have come out to them. And really the objective of that particular event is to help people hopefully pick up some tips in terms of whether or not they're struggling 
in coming out to their family or friends, or if approached by somebody who may be LGBTQ+, how to listen to them and how to understand their story and how to help them as a person. So those are just a few highlights that we have coming in, in 2021, and I'm really excited and, and proud of the Be Proud board for just all of the hard work that it takes to put some of these things together. Um, we have a phenomenal team, and we have a lot of really exciting things to come. And of course, one of the highlights of our year is Nashville Pride and Pride events throughout the country. And uh, currently, it's slated for September 18th and 19th. Um, and we look forward, since we missed it last year, we look forward to doing that this year. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll give we'll give John a, a chance to catch his breath real quick uh, after laying all that great uh, information <laughs> and, and support out. So, Jake, we'll turn to you and, and ask the question about how can maybe people get involved if they want to learn more, if they're, if they're curious on becoming uh, a part of the Be Proud Network. Um, and we say that in the sense that now, while it started in Nashville, we're in a very virtual world where we can connect across the divide. Uh, how do you, I guess, suggest or recommend people try to make that first step if they're interested? Yeah, I think, you know, going to the bridge, reaching out over email to John and the group um, to understand events and, and, and conversations that can be had either formally or informally, especially if it's your first event, you may be an identified person or somebody who's questioning and want to have more of a one-on-one -on -one conversation first. You know, I think that's always a great thing if, if desired. Um, I'd also say there's other um, affiliated groups. So Bridgestone's a member now of the LGBT Chamber of Commerce in Nashville, and there's a ton of educational networking programming open to all people. Um, regardless of identity, um, but to learn more. And so all of that's now open to Bridgestone employees, which is great. Um, so I would just say, you know, reach out to, to the Be Proud group kind of as your hub and um, just know that there's resources inside and outside of these walls that Bridgestone supports, uh, which is uh, a wonderful offering. Yeah, there you go. And I mean, as as John noted, you know, the, the maturation process of, of the group has started in 2019, uh, done some great work to, to grow to where we are now, but still plenty of room to grow. And that's a good thing. There's endless opportunities, right? And where we can take things like this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of different directions that we can take, not only as a company, but also as an ERG, um, all of the ERGs. And uh, I think what's exciting is that it's going to be a continual process where we learn and build from each other. Well, I appreciate both of you, John and Jake, taking the time to, to chat through with us today. Uh, we're excited to share uh, more with our, our listeners, our teammate population and beyond about uh, Be Proud. And we encourage them to, to reach out and find a way to play a part. But thanks for joining us today and taking the time, both of you. Thanks, Keith. Thanks, Keith. As John and Jake shared, there are plenty of ways to get involved or simply take a first step in learning more. If you have access to our intranet, you can search Be Proud on the bridge to find their page and view upcoming events and activities. You can also reach out to the group via email, sending a note to beproud at bfusa.com. Now that's the letter B and the word proud, all one word, B-P-R-O-U-D for Be Proud. We hope you enjoyed the podcast and we hope you share it with colleagues, friends, and family and encourage you to also subscribe, follow, rate, and review wherever it is you may be listening. You can also let us know what you think or share episode ideas via email. Just send us a note at thrivepodcast at bfusa.com. Thanks for listening. 
As always, I'm Keith Cauley telling you to keep on keeping on. And remember that at Bridgestone, today, tomorrow, together, we thrive. Be good, everybody. Thank you.